I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. What we're talking about today, uh, to start out, we're going to talk about why are you not losing your belly fat? Because I get this question, oh, several times a day usually, and patients come to me or people send questions through the website, drjoe.com, and they want to know why they're not losing belly fat. And I say, well, there could be a lot of different reasons, and belly fat is dangerous. Um, you can have fat on your legs, you can have fat on your arms, and that's bad. But when there's belly fat, it's actually fat around your organs. We call it visceral fat, viscera meaning your organs. And when fat forms around your organs, the organs can malfunction. And so that becomes a big issue. So unhealthy eating, of course, is the biggest reason why we have belly fat. But you'll notice that some people like a beer belly type thing. Why does it seem to form in that area? Too many bad carbohydrates and too many bad fats are the recipe, perfect recipe, for that midsection expanding. Now, for men, if you have a waist over 40 inches, that's a sign that you need to take serious, dramatic uh, action right away because that can affect your blood sugar, can affect your blood pressure, can affect your heart function, affect your hormone levels. For women, a waist over 35 inches is a very serious warning. So uh, that's the, the kind of the cutoff where we want to be. And if you have those issues, you really need to pay attention to this show. Uh, we've done other shows on weight loss too, but this one we're focusing specifically on belly fat. So what do you eat? Of course, everybody says, well, Dr. Joe, I don't know what to eat. If you go to our website, drjoe.com, and just type in, so what can I eat? What you'll see is you'll see a, uh, uh, you'll, uh, something will pop up, a lecture that I did, and you can listen to that lecture. And we talk about what you can eat. We talk about breakfast, lunches, dinners, snacks, parties, raising kids. There's nothing we don't cover. Stocking your pantry, unstocking your pantry. So it's a great way for you to learn what to eat. And it's on a website, drjoe.com. It's absolutely free. And you could listen to it and learn a lot as to what to eat. Because a lot of people tell me, you know, Dr. Joe, I'm willing to do what, whatever you tell me. I just don't know what to eat. I'm just lost. And so I, we go to our fallbacks. And I did a study once years ago. And I found that most people, when I had them write down everything they eat, eat the same eight to 10 foods over and over and over again. Many people's only five foods. And it's the same thing. It's chicken. It's toast. It's a bagel. It's a cereal. It's whatever your main foods are. So what I tell people is this. If we can take those, let's say, 10 foods and replace them with 10 other foods, you're still eating, but you're eating better foods. You're making better choices. And so that's what I try to teach my folks is that you have to eat anyway. You might as well eat good food. And the secret always, and I've said this on just about every show I've ever done on weight loss, is you have to get the bad food out of the house. If you have bad food in the house, you're going to eat it. How often? In my case, 100% of the time. Now, I'm vegan. I've been vegan for about 34, 35 years now. And one of the reasons I did this is, yeah, for health, but also a lot of bad foods have dairy in them. A lot of bad foods have eggs in them. And so I said, I, if I go vegan, at least just vegetarian won't be enough for me. I got to go all the way vegan because I had to play head games with myself. I had to play tricks on myself to get myself to stop eating bad foods. And so I, I want to eat up oh, as dairy in it. I can't eat it. Oh, as eggs in it. I can't eat it. And that's a lot of the carbohydrates, the breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas. Those are the things that really pack on the pounds. 
Now, there is something called resistant starch. Now, if you don't know what a resistant starch is, it's really cool. If I boil a potato and I eat it, it's going to have X amount of starch, the carbohydrates that's going to be absorbed and I can put on weight. If I take that same potato and put it in a refrigerator overnight and then eat it at room temperature or cold, I'm going to absorb 40, maybe 60% less of the carbohydrates. It's a resistant starch. And that resistant starch now actually acts as a, a prebiotic. It feeds the bacteria in my colon. So if you have pastas and breads, which you shouldn't be eating anyway, but it, not bread, you're going to eat them cold anyway. But if you eat pasta warm, it's going to be absorbed more than if it's cold. Now, you shouldn't eat pasta. It's pretty much pure sugar. I'm Italian. Sorry, Grandma. Don't mean to offend you. But if you're going to eat pasta, you can do like a, a lentil pasta or a soybean pasta. Now, is it as good as the wheat pasta? It's not. I'm not going to lie to you. A good wheat pasta, good from, you know, imported Italian wheat, eh, it's pretty much hard to beat. But if you have to have the pasta, you could do something that doesn't have the wheat in it. The other thing, if you've listened to the show before, is wheat. I'm not a big fan of wheat because wheat has something in it called gluten. And gluten is made up of something called gliadin and glutenin. And these two proteins are very hyperallergenic, which means they can cause allergic reactions to occur. And they can cause an inflammatory reaction in the body. And when the, bowel, when the bowels become inflamed, that inflammation can become systemic. What that means is it can go through the whole body. It, it goes through your whole system. And so I do recommend no matter what diet you eat, you stay away from wheat and dairy products. And especially if you have an autoimmune disease. Okay, if you have uh, Graves' disease, if you have Hashimoto's, if you have rheumatoid arthritis, uh, lupus, these are all autoimmune diseases where the body is attacking itself, Crohn's, colitis. And so what we need to do then is we have to calm down the immune system. And the easiest way to calm it down, the fastest way is give up all wheat and all dairy. And if you do that, no matter what your health situation is, do it for a week. No wheat, not even a little, no wheat, no dairy. Watch what happens. You will be fascinated. At to, uh, as to results, you'll probably feel better, less bloating, you'll have more energy, and a lot of that belly fat that you think you have, which is what we're talking about today, isn't really belly fat, it's bloating. And so if you take out the wheat and the dairy products, a lot of that bloating and gas goes away and the stomach seems to tighten up a little bit. So that's one of the tricks you can do as well. I take a digestive enzyme every time I eat a cooked meal. So on the website, drjoe.com, we have Dr. Joe's digestive enzymes. I take one every day I have a cooked meal. Now, if I eat nothing but raw food, I'm fine. If I eat a salad, if I have, you know, uh, cabbage, whatever it is, if I'm eating raw food, I don't have to take the enzyme. But anytime I eat a cooked food, uh, I had some split pea soup the other day, took two digestive enzymes because that's something that's a little harder to digest. But anytime you have cooked food, your body has to use up its own enzymes to break down the food. If you're eating raw food, it has enzymes in it, and about 60 to 80% of the digestion occurs from the enzymes in the food itself. Cooked carrot versus raw carrot. So much easier to break down a raw carrot because it has its own enzymes in it. So enzymes are going to be a key, and as we get older, our enzyme levels drop, and many times that's when we start to see the belly fat. So I take a digestive enzyme every time I have a, uh, a cooked meal. Uh, you could just be in, uh, too into food. You eat just too much food. And what happens is, and we'll talk about this a little later, is when you eat sugar, it stimulates the pleasure centers in your brain. And this is why you find yourself, once you start eating bread, you want to eat more bread. If we eat cookies, you want to eat more cookies. Dangerous thing you can do. You can experiment with this. Eat a salad or eat something raw and then go shopping. 
Okay, go grocery shopping. See what happens. See what food you buy. Then the next time you go grocery shopping, eat some ice cream, eat some cookies, eat some cake, and then go grocery shopping. And then look at your cart. You're going to see totally different food in the cart than when you eat sugar than when you eat something healthy. Because once you eat a little bit of sugar, you want more. And then you negotiate with yourself. You say, well, just this time I'm going to have ice cream. Just this time I'm going to get these cookies because it's a treat. If you're eating healthy, you're able to make more logical decisions, always. And there's research now on autism and Down syndrome and ADD and ADHD and getting them off wheat and dairy and seeing an improvement in their mental function. So if it works for people with challenged uh, brain function, it's going to work for you as well. So give up the wheat and the dairy and see what happens. You know what? If I'm wrong, like what do I always say? If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. So what? I lied to you. I'm not the first man to lie to you. But if I'm right, which I am, then you'll say, wow, it really was that easy, Dr. Joe? It really is. I promise this is not hard. So if you give up the wheat and the dairy, a lot of that belly fat's going to go away because a lot of the bloating is going to go away. Now, you can go to our website, drjoe.com, and listen to the show we did on weight loss. So just type in weight loss. You could listen to a show there, and it'll cover a lot more than what we're talking about today. There's another thing that makes you eat a lot, and that's a hormone called leptin and growth hormones, leptin and ghrelin. Your stomach produces a hormone called leptin. Leptin is released into your blood when you put food in there, and it goes up into your brain called the hypothalamus, part of the brain called the hypothalamus, and it tells you that you're full. Then the food passes on to the small intestine. Small intestine breaks down food, and once the small intestine absorbs the nutrients that it can, it releases a hormone called ghrelin. And ghrelin makes you feel hungry. So what if there was a food that lowered your leptin and increased your ghrelin? That would be bad. Because leptin makes you feel full, ghrelin makes you feel hungry. So if you increase the ghrelin, decrease the leptin, you're going to want to eat more. And there is a food that lowers your leptin, increases your ghrelin, and it's called fructose, specifically high fructose corn syrup. Now, fructose in fruit is not going to do that because uh, fructose of in, in the, uh, the fructose found in fruit has uh, antioxidants and nutrients and vitamins and minerals, and so you don't have to worry. It, it kind of offsets the, the negativity. But if you eat something with simple high fructose corn syrup, where might you find high fructose corn syrup? How about almost everywhere? Sodas, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas, packaged foods. High fructose corn syrup is cheaper than regular sugar and sweeter than regular sugar. So it's cheaper and you're using less of it, so it's really cheap. And so it's very dangerous. And we've talked about high fructose corn syrup in the past because high fructose corn syrup, but the fructose has to be converted into glucose in order for your body to use it. And glucose uh, is used as fuel. And in fructose converting into glucose, it creates uric acid. And uric acid gets in your joints and it hurts. And so as a pain management doctor and a chiropractor and a non-surgical orthopedist and double board certified in nutrition, uh, we see a lot of pain patients. So we do a nutrition workup on every one of our patients. One of the reasons being we want to get them out of pain. And the diet has a lot to do with your pain. So fructose converts into uric acid. Uric acid prevents nitric oxide production. Nitric oxide production increases your circulation. It opens up blood vessels and allows blood to flow through the body. Circulation can increase your, uh, your energy levels. It can increase uh, your healing factors, and it can increase your metabolism. So if you're eating high fructose corn syrup, uh, folks, you're just laying on the fat. And if that visceral fat, like I said, is affect the organs, can affect the stomach, can affect the liver, can affect, affect the spleen, the heart. So it's not just the fat that's un- unsightly. It's also bad for the function of the organs. Not good. So stay away from the sugar. If you smoke, quit. I mean, one study showed it leads to more abdominal fat and visceral fat. 
Uh, if you need another reason to quit, there's another reason to quit. You want to look pretty, okay? Now, sometimes if you smoke enough, you have to smoke a lot, the nicotine is a stimulant. And so sometimes people that smoke stay thin. Why well, I got to smoke to stay thin? Because you're, you're, you're really kill, killing yourself. You're literally killing yourself and causing the body, to, the metabolism to kick in so much faster to try to get these toxins out of the system. And so be careful with that. Uh, again, I don't think I need to tell you not to smoke, okay? Uh, if you're stressed out, when you're stressed out, there's a hormone that's released called cortisol. Now, cortisol is released, and it goes into your body, and it causes you to lay down fat. Now, fat produces estrogen. Fat becomes a living, breathing organ. When I went to school, we were taught that fat was just a blob. Turns out that fat's not a blob. It actually becomes a living, breathing organ. And it starts producing estrogen. Estrogen causes you to lay down fat, which produces estrogen, which causes you to lay down fat. And this is why fat people have a tough time losing weight, especially women, because you're estrogen dominant. Now, I used to be fat, so I can say the F word. And when I was fat, I understood when I was fat, what did I want to do? I wanted to eat more. I didn't feel good about myself. I didn't want to exercise. I didn't want to move around. I didn't want to take care of myself. So when you're fat, it, it creates this whole cycle. And that's why we're going to talk a little, little later about improving your mental health. So stay tuned for that. So if you're stressed out, we have to find out what's causing the stress. Is it chemical, physical, or emotional? Chemical is easy. Stop eating bad food. Get the bad food out of the house. Now, I say it's easy until you do it. And then you try doing it. It's like, ugh. Doc, I ate one good meal and I'm starving, so I'm going to have ice cream as a treat because I didn't eat a big breakfast. No, 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 no. I do it too. I'm just like you, so don't worry. Everybody's the same. So chemical stress, go to our website, drjoe.com. Listen to the show we did. It's called The Seven Deadly Sins of Nutrition. Then listen to a follow-up show called So What Can I Eat? And if you listen to those two shows, that's the starting point on what you should eat and shouldn't eat. So that's going to help you with the food. And if you start eating better, that's going to help reduce your stress chemically, and that's going to help tremendously. And uh, there's so many other things with chemical. There's environmental stress. There's perfumes, hairsprays, colognes, new car smell, um, uh, driving stress if you're out in traffic, um, relationship stress, physical stress. If you have neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, headaches, you think that causes stress? Absolutely. Does that raise your cortisol levels? Absolutely. And cortisol causes you to lay down fat. So if you're in pain... You might want to come see us because my doctors and I are really good at dealing with pain. We have chiropractic and medical clinics in Marietta, Duluth, Stockbridge, and West Cobb, and we can try to get to the cause of the problem and not just treat the symptoms. And that's what's so cool about what we do. And patients love what we do in most cases, and they say, why didn't I do this sooner? Now, you're not going to get better in many cases in two or three visits. So if you think you're going to come see us, it's going to be a miracle. Sometimes we have miracles. I'm not saying that doesn't happen. But usually it takes several visits to see some changes. So if you want to make an appointment, you can go to our website, drjoe.com, and you can book it right online. Uh, and again, you can click on a little map of the office, and it'll bring you right to the, the scheduling, and you can schedule an appointment right there. Uh, we take insurance patients. We, take, we do the filing for you. Medicare, car accidents, sports injuries. Uh, we'd love to be your doctor. And if you're ever in a car accident, I say this every show, and every week we get patients from me saying it, if the car was damaged, you were damaged. In my experience, I've never seen a car damaged where the occupants weren't because you're not stronger than your car. And I teach this. I teach doctors and lawyers and insurance adjusters how to deal with car accident cases. And I've been doing it for 30 years now, more than 30 years. And I teach you how to deal with it, the mechanism behind it, what happens with trauma, even in low impact injuries can cause serious injury to the brain and the spine. I'm certified in traumatic brain injuries. Uh, doctors come to me and they get certified for their continuing education. So I've been teaching for a long time on how to deal with these cases. 
And so that's why it's a really good place to come if you are in an accident uh, and, and you get some really good care with the people that teach the other doctors how to do it. So if you want to make an appointment, drjoe.com, uh, please feel free to do that right away because don't wait. My doctors, by the way, fill up very quickly with patients. You can imagine we have a, such a great reputation. So if you uh, do want to see us, make the appointment right away, drjoe.com. So let's continue on. Other reasons why you're not losing belly fat. Uh, you may not be exercising enough. Your body has to stay in motion. Now, I don't like going to the gym. I find it boring. Uh, now, of course, with COVID wrapping up, as COVID was coming along there, nobody went to the gym anyway, but I find it boring. And I've got uh, traumatic injuries to my uh, neck and my spine and my back. I have a fracture in my low back. And so there's a lot of exercises, traditional exercises aggravate my back. So I have to do more non-traditional exercises. Swimming works real well. Hiking works real well. Uh, gardening. I love gardening. I can squat down in my garden and pull weeds and grow my food. And so there's a lot of non-traditional things that I have to do. And, and that being said, find out what works best for you. If you don't like doing aerobics classes or spin classes or whatever it is, don't do them. Find out what's going to work best for you. I'm more of a doer. You know, I remember when I was in high school, I, I used to uh, work out. I played football. I was about 210 pounds, and I played football. And my grandfather was a big mountain of a German man, and he worked physically his whole life. And I remember him looking at me one day and saying, "Ugh, you want muscles? Here's a shovel. Go dig a hole. A very profound statement because not only was he mocking me, of course, but yeah, if you want muscles, use real muscles. You get some productivity out of what you're doing. So clean your house, wash your car, go pull weeds, pull weeds at my house, wash my house. I don't care. So get out there and start moving. And that's really is the best practical muscles you can get. And that's the healthiest kind you can get to. So if you're not exercising enough, get doing it. If you have acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, your stomach might be pushing up into your diaphragm. And that can cause things like acid reflux, heartburn. Uh, then the food isn't being broken down in your stomach properly. It passes into the small intestine where essentially it rots. And proteins putrefy, carbohydrates ferment, and it causes a lot of gas and a lot of bloating. So I know if I start feeling fat, I know right away if I haven't eaten anything bad, my stomach is pushed up against my diaphragm and I have to get my stomach adjusted. And all my doctors are trained by me actually to do stomach adjustments. Uh, and the main reason is they got to treat me. So I know if they're doing a good job, they're working on me. So hopefully they'll do a good job on you as well. So we can actually take the stomach and physically pull it down away from the diaphragm. And many times it stays there and it changes your life. Because you know, I'm dieting, Dr. Joe, I'm eating right, I'm vegan, I eat raw foods, I still got this bloating. It could be a physical problem, not just a chemical problem. And so that's why you got to fix the physical regardless of whether you fix the chemical or not. And then when you do the both, that's when you really start to see those good results. So that's why it's exciting. Uh, you want to get that uh, taken care of. Uh, we talked about getting the processed foods or the bad foods out of the house. If they're there, you're going to eat them. Sorry, just how it is. Uh, fake meats. I'm not a big fan of these fake meats. They have fake hamburgers and fake hot dogs and fake ham and fake sausages. And I've tried most of them and they taste pretty good. I like them. However, they're so processed that it's not a health food anymore. It's better than meat. I'm not saying it's worse than meat. It's better than eating the meat, but I still don't like it. And a lot of people get headaches, and uh, I get a headache because when they process a lot of these proteins, like textured soy protein, it creates something called uh, glutamic acid, monosodium glutamate, basically. Or they add yeast extract, natural flavors, and that's monosodium glutamate, and too much glutamic acid gives me a blazing headache. So I've learned that if I eat processed meats, chances are I'm going to get a headache the next day. And so I'm not a big fan of the processed meats. There's so many other vegetables to eat. What do you got to eat a hamburger for? There's plenty of other things you could eat. 
you like beer, of course. You got to cut that out. Of course, beer is going to make you fat. It gives you the beer belly. It really does. That's not a joke. Uh, if you're drinking a lot of sports drinks or energy drinks, those things are very dangerous too. They can affect your metabolism and they can cause a lot of fat to build up in your belly. So if you open your refrigerator and you're loaded with sports drinks, uh, that's probably something you want to get rid of. When you're thirsty, by the way, your body's thirsty for water. Now, if you're an extreme athlete, you're working out in the sun, you're, you know, you're working out for 40, 50 minutes, sweating hard, eh, maybe you do need to replace some electrolytes. Have a banana. Take some air-dried sea salt, maybe a quarter teaspoon, mix it in a couple, a couple glasses of water and drink that. Uh, the sports drinks, yeah, there's a little tiny benefit to them, but I feel the negatives far outweigh the positives. The chemicals, the additives, the colors, the dyes, the sugars, the artificial sweeteners far outweigh any benefit you can get that you could just get from simply eating a banana or something along those lines. Another reason you may be getting fat is you're not drinking enough water. Studies show that drinking more water can help you lose weight. Now, choosing water instead of sweetened drinks, of course, is a better choice. I drink a lot of tea, herbal teas. Uh, I can't do caffeine. It gives me a headache. So I'll do herbal teas. If I'm doing a lecture or a radio show or a TV show, I'll drink something called slippery elm tea. Slippery elm helps coat your throat, so it's nice when you're talking a lot. Uh, but please, folks, drink enough water. If Just drinking water alone is probably going to help you lose weight. And that's one of the easiest, quickest, certainly cheapest things you can do. Now, there is some genetics involved. Uh, striking the right balance between what you're eating and making sure your abdomen muscles are strong and making sure your spine is healthy, um, taking the right supplements, uh, you can fight that genetic flaw. You can't say, well, I got genetics, I'm going to be fat. Nah, you can fight it in most cases, which is nice. Uh, you're hungry all the time. Of course, that's a big issue. One of the easiest ways to curb your appetite is the supplements I talk about every day, Dr. Joe's Super Greens and Dr. Joe's Essential Source. They're two powders. They taste great. I take a scoop of each, mix it together, um, and I drink it with uh, coconut milk, almond milk, oat milk, water. I made a smoothie this morning with a frozen banana, and I drink that every day. And when you're hungry, you're not hungry for food. You're hungry for nutrition. So if I'm going to give you a super high concentration of nutrients to start your day, chances are you're going to eat a lot less food. I have patients tell me all the time, Dr. Joe, I can't afford not to take super greens an essential source. Because when I take it, I eat less food and I save so much money. I feel better. I lose weight. I have energy. Uh, I feel uh, it helps every function of my body. And I eat less. Because, again, you're not hungry for food. You're hungry for nutrition. So just remember that, too. Uh, if you're not sleeping well, of course, not getting sleep can certainly have an adverse effect on your weight. Uh, turn off your phone. Turn off your laptop. Go to bed at the same time every night if you can. Certainly avoid alcohol before you go to bed. Uh, if you exercise, I used to play hockey. I play hockey at night. I could not sleep. I'd come home from a game. I was wide awake. So now I realize I can't do that. No, no, that was, I was in my 30s at the time too. But I can't do that anymore. Because if I do that, I can't sleep. So I got I to gotta take a wind down time before I get ready for bed. And I have to start preparing myself. Now I don't want to wind down too soon. Because then if I fall asleep too early, then I wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning. So you got to find that Goldilocks zone. You got to find the perfect time that works for you. And that's going to help your cortisol levels. Because when you're awake, cortisol levels spike in the morning and then supposed to drop toward the evening. If you're kicking in your cortisol late in the evening, it's going to have trouble sleeping. And cortisol, as we said earlier, helps you lay down fat. And fat produces estrogen. Estrogen causes you to lay down fat. And it counteracts testosterone. And so it's a big mess. So, folks, I'm almost out of time for this segment. If you have any questions, send them to me through the website, drjoe.com, D-R-J-O-E.com. If you'd like to make an appointment, neck pain, back pain, shoulder pain, car accident, we have a medical division. We can do pain management. We can do spinal injections. We can do PRP, exosomes. These are things that can actually help start to regenerate 
some of your cartilage. It's called uh, uh, regenerative medicine. And it's great as we get older to, to give the body a little boost. And if you want more information about that, go to our website, drjoe.com. And right in the upper left-hand corner is a tab. It says services. Click on that. You'll see all the services that we have. We want to get you well and keep you well. And we take insurance. We file insurance for you and Medicare and car accidents and sports injuries. If you're ready to get well and stay well, go to our website right now. Make an appointment, drjoe.com. I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey, tell your friends about the show. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on wsbradio.com and on the WSB Radio app.